when you need American help, Americans will not come to help you. The West will not come to help you. And this has been proven by all the African countries that have found themselves in very wanting position. And the West has just folded its arms and stepped on the side and looked as these countries have fallen. But when the West have an interest in your country, they're going to militarize operations in that country to protect their own interests. For example, if you have mineral reserves, best believe that these Western powers will arm whoever it is that they need to, to be able to get your mineral resources if you don't allow them to like exploit them through unfair and exploitative business deals. And that's what the Zambian opposition leader is calling out today. Well, the Americans have not hidden the reasons for those bases. They have made it very clear is to protect American interests in Africa. What are the American interests in Africa? The American interest in Africa is not to protect the African people. That's not an American interest. One discernible American interest in Africa is minerals to protect their access to strategic minerals. They are militarizing Africa today when we are not asking them to come and help us militarily. When we wanted their military assistance, they denied us. So there is nothing noble about what they wanted to do in Africa. There is nothing about Africa that they wanted to do in Africa. It's purely in their own interests, selfish interests. But we know that projects like that, that are not based on noble and selfless sentiments, are worthless. Likewise, noble programs, noble projects that are not based or inspired by fair and correct ideas are also worthless. Hello guys, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I am a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, having conversations with you guys on Africa, black people, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. Today, I want us to talk about an interview that the Zambian opposition leader had most recently. Now, he went viral a couple of months back um, during a summit in China where he spoke and called out Western hypocrisy and said China is our friend. And he's just building up on that conversation today. Um, there have been a lot of talks about the things that go on in Africa and, you know, um, America saying China is not your friend, China is not your friend. And the point has been hammered home over and over and over again. And the Zambian opposition leader is asking, but who has America ever been friends with? America is a very capitalistic society and anytime they get close to you is because they want something from you and not because they necessarily like you. You know, when some of these countries are having issues, America will stand on the side. But when they have interest in your country, then they're going to put in a lot more effort, not because they care about your country, but to protect their interest, you know. Um, and, 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 and this just speaks to how the West relates with Africa. Technically, nobody cares about what happens in the continent. Nobody cares about long-term solutions. Nobody cares about helping the continent to become better and to grow. Everybody just cares about what can I get from these people. And that even speaks with the kind of relationships that we have with them. When African countries are having problems, instead of long-term solutions they will give you short-term solutions that ensure that they can keep reminding you you can keep needing them and they can keep reminding you that do you remember we helped you so you must 
tore the line and danced to our tune. And the Zambian um, opposition leader is saying, be very careful of Americans because all they ever care about is themselves. Well, the Americans have not hidden the reasons for those bases. They have made it very clear is to protect American interests in Africa. What are the American interests in Africa? The American interest in Africa is not to protect the African people. That's not an American interest. One discernible American interest in Africa is minerals. To protect their access to strategic minerals. Today, DRC holds about 70% of the world's cobalt deposits. Zambia, which is a neighbor to DRC, also has got huge deposits. Niger holds 70% of the world's uranium deposits. DRC has uranium, Zambia has uranium, Namibia has uranium. These are strategic minerals. These are what the Americans are protecting. Protecting from who? From us, the Africans, the owners of these minerals? Certainly not. They are trying to protect, to monopolize these minerals, these strategic minerals. Protect, keep away primarily China. Their talk is about China, 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 China. But China is not an enemy of Africa. We have never been colonized by China. There is no single African country that was a, a colony of China. The other thing that came out during this conversation is the dynamic relationship between China and Africa vis-a-vis -vis America and trying to, to sort of dilute or counter that influence. China is no new stranger of the continent. China has been a friend of Africa. If you read through history, they've been a friend of Africa for such a long time. And outside of just being like diplomatic relationships, over the years, China has begun introducing investing a lot of money on the continent and this money is going into infrastructure projects china has funded some of the major infrastructure projects on the country and on the continent rather and china is not hesitant to lend to africans um they're always willing to come on the table have conversations with you guys i've said this before here and i will repeat chinese money doesn't come with 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 uh, a million and one conditionalities it's business if i give you money i expect you to pay me back my money and that's it unfortunately american money comes with a million and one conditionalities one of them is accept abortion now it's like don't accept abortion another one is like hiv this is the road you're going to take this is not the road you're going to take sometimes it's lgbtq this is how you're going to do it this is not how you're going to do it when they're giving you money their multinationals are in your country that money is lobbying money to ensure that their multinationals are able to do business in the most impune way and you can't hold them accountable because you're taking money from them yet china will just if it's business it's business and that's why the zambian opposition leader is saying cut it out cut it out china is legitimately our friend and if you want to be our friend then start acting like a friend and stop thinking you're still the oppressor 50 60 70 years after independence China has never shown any imperial interest in Africa. China was there with us. In our liberation struggles, China supported us. When the West was colonizing us, China was helping to liberate us.
China was there to defend our independence economically and otherwise. For instance, my country, Zambia, it was blockaded. All our neighboring country were still under colonialism. We had no access to the ports from Mozambique, from South Africa, from Namibia, from Angola. But there was no proper road, there was no proper, there was no rail. We asked the Americans, the British, to help us put up a rail system to the port of Dar es Salaam. They refused. President Nyerere of Tanzania came on behalf of Zambia and Tanzania to ask the leadership of China under Chairman Mao, Joe and Line, for help to build a rail. China at that time did not have the capacity, but China said there's no way they have to do it. They mobilized both the human capital, the materials that were needed, the finances that were needed. It was a very difficult task. China did not have that type of rail infrastructure in its own country, but the Chinese people were ready to build that for us. And in the process, China lost 70 of its own citizens, of its own people, in the construction of that layer. The remains of those 70 Chinese people still lie in Zambia. We have 70 Chinese people buried in Zambia today. We have Chinese solidarity that will never be forgotten, that will last forever. At that time, China did not have a single mine in Africa. They did not have a single corporation operating in Africa. Not a single one. So it was selfless, noble assistance to fellow brothers and sisters. China has continued even now when it's doing well to cooperate with Africa. If you go to Africa today, you see a big hospital. 99.99% probabilities that it has been built by China. If you see a big airport today that is new in Africa, it's a very high probability that it has been built by China. If you see a rail network that is new, know that it has been built by China. You see a big bridge that is new, it has been built by China. China is there for us. Yes, there are challenges here and there. And the Chinese authorities are dealing with those challenges. And in the first place, let's not forget that our own colonization was done with military, with force, brutal force. It was maintained with brutal force. The West is so obsessed with China on the continent that they've begun to try and, you know, um, counter the influence that China has on the continent and they are trying to have projects here the leaders are coming here more often but it's not going to match that because there's always an agenda with western money there's always an agenda with these western visits there's always something to eat like there's always something it's not just take the money and go. When Kamala Harris came on the continent, a trip that was meant to counter the influence of China on the continent, she came empty-handed. She came empty-handed with empty rhetoric, you know, and wide salads. And Africans were like, so, so what are you saying? 
what are you saying the chinese don't come here and just talk and talk and talk and then leave america has a very complicated history with africa and for it to have friendship trust and influence on the continent it will have to do more than just sending you know the first lady the vice president secretary of state a lot more will have to go into rebuilding the relationship and trust with africa until then it's china's game the history of things the history of events they are militarizing africa today when we are not asking them to come and help us militarily when we wanted their military assistance they denied us in the late 70s mid 70s late 70s when zambia was being bombarded by the apartheid regimes in rhodesia now zimbabwe and south africa we had no air defenses to protect ourselves and to protect the national liberation forces bases we asked the americans to sell us air defense systems not to grant us but to sell us they refused the british also refused including the soviet union refused the only country that came to our aid at that time was china china gave us mig 21s and a few tanks and that equipment is still there today and china did not have much at that time but they sacrificed an entire squadron of mig 21s and gave us and, and we, again, it's the same thing in ghana i mean we went actually bombed and so on but if you read the correspondence between the british colonial officers who then became foreign service officers you read their correspondence the person in ghana the person in kenya the person in the home office in london now if such a person comes back and says he's building a military base you cannot possibly think that it is in your interest definitely it's not our bases it's their bases and they are honest about it and to exclude strategic competitors yes <laughs> yes because they are not protecting us from china china was our protector yeah it's not only on the, on the military front that they want to counter china when china started the belt and road initiative and infrastructure projects were started in africa roads rail and so on they decided in their own ways to counter china's infrastructure programs by setting up their own that's the european and the americans they have come up with a, a program of 600 billion dollars over a period of 5 years to build infrastructure in africa to counter china's influence so there's nothing noble about what they wanted to do in africa there's nothing about africa that they wanted to do in africa is purely in their own interests selfish interests but we know that projects like that that are not based on noble and selfless sentiments are worthless likewise noble programs noble projects that are not based or inspired by fair and correct ideas are also worthless it's not the first time they are promising africa this and the poor world a few years ago they had promised to 
take 3% of their GDPs to the development of poor, the poor world. How many of them have even contributed 5% of their GDP? Near to zero. None. So we'll be very happy if this 600 billion they have promised for African infrastructure and investment actually materializes. And they are saying it's going to come from private and public sources. That in itself is problematic. It's problematic. It cannot be guaranteed. How can they guarantee what private investment will be? How can they guarantee? On what terms are they going to bring it in? We know private investment come follows profit. So how is it going to match the Belt and Road Initiative projects? Again, everything for them is in their own interest, in their interest to counter China's influence in Africa. But what is China's influence in Africa? We have a relationship with China that will be very, very difficult to break. A friend in need is a friend indeed, they say. Well, thank you very much for watching. Let me know what you think of the Zambian opposition leader and his thoughts. Do you agree with him on his thoughts on China? And do you agree with him on his thoughts of America and their interests on the continent? I'll see you again next time.